Welcome to HXGN Radio. My name is Brian, and in today's podcast, we're discussing the latest advancements of the HXGN SmartNet Correction Service called HXGN SmartNet Global that is combining the RTK and PPP technology, making it easy to use everywhere. We will take a look behind the scenes at how this combination is bundled in a single subscription that makes the underlying technology accessible, automated, and trustworthy to be used everywhere on Leica Geosystems GS equipment. Joining me today is Robert Martin, Business Director of the SmartNet Service. Robert, thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Hey, how are you doing? Good. I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. How are you doing? <laughs> Not bad. Good. It's, it's fun to be uh, you know, in person, face-to-face, having a little fun here. So. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time to be face-to-face again. So I know. Happy to be here. Yeah, likewise. Well, I'm, I'm glad you joined us. Well, tell us about yourself a little bit. Just who are you? What do you do? And, and uh, tell us what you're, you're nerding out on right now. What are you excited about? Yeah, I started with, with Slacker Geosystems um, 20 years ago, a little wow, bit more, yeah. yeah. Nice. As a software developer, actually, and writing the uh, Spire, starting to write a code for the Spider software there, which is behind SmartNet, actually. Yeah. And then we decided in 2006 to uh, develop this into a service and launch SmartNet, basically. And since then, I had the pleasure to develop the service in many different countries. And yeah, if I look, now back on these last twenty years, it's pretty rewarding. I actually have to say, so that's cool. It's good, huh? You know what? I'm blown away by every single person I think we've talked to has, when they say you know they've been with some division of Hexagon or even a partnership. You know, it, it's it's pretty long actually. You know, we're, we're saying ten plus years with most people. Yeah, and you don't see that very often. You know, with other companies, and so yeah, it's it's cool. But I never stayed in the same position. So I really was a software developer, technical project lead. I became a project manager, product manager. Now I'm yeah. a business director. So it's a yeah. very nice career possible in this company. Huh? That's cool. Yeah, but staying within the same you know company Ar- in general. Uh, yeah, and I yeah. had the pleasure to stay in the same area. So I could really see oh, start good. developing from ground up to yeah. to a, a very professional business service. Yeah. But diversity is good in your career because you've got now a, you know a lot more experiences and so i'm sure that allows you to probably do what you do better yeah i would assume and talk also technical exactly this guy (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome all right so let's talk about hxg and smartnet how did it develop and how has it continued to develop over the years yeah so we as i said before we we started in 2006 launching the service and we rolled it out to many different countries Mm. Uh, lately we we even expanded into uh, portugal czechia and also morocco and uh, to get more and more coverage because we have a lot of users and actually this number of users is also continuously growing, which then brings us a challenge to bring the service to 24-7 availability because people using it day, night, weekend, there's no, or I always say the sun never sinks on SmartNet. Huh? So this <laughs> is, uh, it's pretty true there. But we have more and more customer which also going beyond the limits of our uh, correct, uh, correction service that we have established in many countries. They're going across border and this is why we started to actually introduce Hexagon SmartNet Global. Uh, this was one of the main motivators for this. So what is behind SmartNet Global? <laughs> so it's a, it's a new type uh, of subscriptions that we're offering now in our portfolio for the GS sensors. Huh? And the, the, what we did there, actually, we did a combination of the technology between PPP and NRTK that this comes together in one single subscription and we also added a little bit of redundancy on the second communication channel so ELBA and TCPIP that uh, covers everybody everywhere that receiver itself the GS receiver tries to choose the best technology in whichever conditions the 
user operates currently. Good. So, you know, you're at one subscription now. What was it like before that, just in case someone's not familiar with it? Okay. Yeah, we had the... Um, we had the, we actually, the, the users could buy two independent subscription, one for a network RTK and one, one for PPP. Huh? Okay. PPP stands for precise point positioning and, um, and, and, and RTK stands for real time kinematic, um, positioning, mm-hmm. which is basically a centimeter accuracy that you, that you, that you can have on the receiver. And you could buy this as an individual subscription was before. It's yeah. called the smart, smart net subscription, but also the smart link subscription with the PPP in there. Huh? Okay. Excellent. So, okay, let's go into, to PPP and, and, and RTK. Talk about the differences, you know, with them and also talk about how they're used. Yeah. So, so network RTK is really the very proven technology, centimeter accuracy that you have really instant uh, solution, the positioning on the rover. If you go out on a field and measure with that, may it be on a, on a machine control device or on a, uh, on a surveying system or whatever receiver is able of handling this technology. And the PPP technology, the precise point positioning, is basically based on a, a global network of around 100 reference station across the globe that also process together. There you have a multi-minute convergence time. So in the past, it was 18 minutes. Thanks to the Novatel from, uh, thanks to the RTK from the Sky technology from Novatel, we could, we were able to reduce this convergence time to get down to the centimeters level on, from 18 minutes now to 10 minutes. And in most of the time, it's even only three minutes that this comes in. And also important to mention here that with uh, the PPP technology, you can also do some uh, bridging. So if you have an RTK outage, you can really cover here the um, t- up to 10 minutes uh, of the network RTK outage. You can bridge this with PPP. Huh? And this is all combined now in one subscription as explained yeah. before. Huh? That's great. Excellent. So why is the combination of, of this technology so powerful? And also what sort of problems is it solving? Yeah. So both PPP and network RTKs are existing since many years in the in the market. They're very mature technology, huh? And they have both advantages and disadvantages. Huh? But actually, the the combination of both of them is that's a perfect augmentation um, that these basically overcome the the weaknesses of the technology and only the advantages are presented on the GS receivers to the users. Then huh? that means it is accessible now everywhere. Yeah, thanks to the um, that we have regional and global networks, so you're not limited to the boundaries of your network. So you can also, as an example, uh, work for cross-border users. You can go across the border. Um, but also, um, it's fully automatic, so the customer doesn't realize that when changes happen in the background with the technology, yeah. because the only thing what he wants is a position in the end. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right. So let's talk about the user experience too. So if a user is switching between the technologies, they're using different correction streams from different systems. What is that experience like? How is it you know, getting easier and, and more simple as well? Yeah, it's, it's seamless. So the, the technology really step here in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the ideas of the service that the, the customer can really focus on his work. He doesn't, doesn't need to worry. Am I now on RTK or am I now on PPP? So it's really seamlessly. And also the communication link. So if, as an example, if you have a outage of the mobile phone network, as an example, you go in a, in a mobile, in a shade of a mobile uh, signal, then it covers you via the L-band. And if the L-band is obstructed, you can go by, back to internet. So it's all switched very automated in the background. And for this, we actually improved, captivate the field software on our uh, surveying systems. We improved this with these automated, automated features. 
let's say that we also did as an example a custom adjustment, which a user needs to do once in a while, but then captivate this handling, the switching between the different correction streams fully seamlessly in the in the network in the uh, fully seamlessly in the rover in the background. So the user doesn't realize that in in which on which correction stream he is working. Huh? And that's also all these automation features. That's also the reason why we can only release it at the moment for the for the GS receivers. That means sure. GS7, GS10, GS16, GS18, or GS25. Okay. And on the smart antennas, we have this um, we have this technology that was captivated together available. Excellent. Now I'm curious if you know, I mean, any customer examples or anything like that. What sort of time it saved, money it saved. You know, I'm just kind of thinking the impact of the business, you know, that's implementing this. <laughs> Talking about the the worst case, huh? uh-huh, sure. you go you go out and you want to measure a point, which is, as an example, in an area where there's no cellular coverage. Mm-hmm. Huh? If you go out with an RTK subscription and you walk across this boundary, we have very bad mobile uh, internet. Huh? Yeah. It doesn't work. Or as an example, you go near to a school and there's just a school break. And all the kids coming out, oh, yeah, streaming yeah. streaming yeah. YouTube, so the bandwidth really, <laughs> really uh, goes down. Yeah. Then uh, you have to stop working and also <laughs> do you have a coffee break or something like this. Yes. And, but with this now, you can, because you have to back up via the L-band with the RTK bridging, uh-huh. you can continue to uh, really uh, work across with this two technology in the combination to really bridge these yeah. gaps and and. Uh, continue working there huh yeah really it gives you the the flexibility basically depending on where you're at that's wonderful excellent all right so what do you think's coming in the future and how do you see the technology evolving and changing so what i believe i think the convergence time for the ppp corrections it will continue to go further down so we have seen this change going from 18 minutes which which just was before down to 10 minutes in most of the time it's even up to three minutes so if you really try this out and you use it that's uh, you will see it's it's pretty fast and you if you're in the middle of the desert three minutes is uh, is incredibly good huh? you don't you don't expect it and i think this this more modern gnss signal this will become uh, even faster so i am Hundred percent sure we will see quite some innovation there. And uh, what I also believe, then with the new signals, we will also in, in, improve the accuracy for the for the PPP technology, mm-hmm. which uh, then goes down really to at the moment we are two to three centimeters with PPP and one centimeter with RTK. So I think this will come closer to together in a more high accurate uh, space that you don't even see the, the difference there anymore. Which right is, around the one centimeter mark for both. Right, that's right. Nice. That, that's what I believe um, because yeah. with, uh, all the improvements that happens on, on the hardware side and also on the, on the space uh, satellite constellation, I think this is, this is good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then I think once now we have only released it for the GS sensor, but we will also further release it into other uh, products like uh, ICANN or the GS Sano products to, have, uh, um, to benefit from this. And, if everything goes well and the standardization progress is good here for, for the RTCM, then I also believe you will see this on other receivers, third-party receivers, because this is the same what happened actually to RTK once this was standardized by RTCM. Big variety of, uh, of, of users could use it. And then I think if you have more and more users using this, then of course also technology innovates and uh, yeah things moving forward it's what mm. i believe we will see in the next years yeah that's exciting when well, you sound excited about it too yeah it is yeah. it is <laughs> that's good i'm glad you're enjoying what you're doing so well thank you for sharing this i really appreciate it this was this was great information and it's good to see 
the impact that it's having, you know, and how significant it is too. So it's wonderful. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more improvements and, and more exciting, hopefully more exciting information in the next year. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to come back here. I appreciate that. All right. Robert Martin, business director of the SmartNet service. Thank you for joining us here on HXGN radio for more information and also to listen to additional episodes, head over to iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud, and please visit hxgnspotlight.com for more information and more stories from Hexagon. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. 